Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Um, it's been great. You know, um, he's been in the league for a long time. And, you know, he's been, you know, every offensive line coach talks. So he, he's been friends with our, our past offensive line coach, Bill Callahan. So a lot of the things that, you know, we've done in the past uh, carry over. So it's been great just working with him and getting in the building and just understanding this new offense. What did you do during the quarantine to stay in shape? Um, Brandon Scherf mentioned the really nice weight room you have at your house. Um, but to, to remain as durable as you have over the last five seasons or so, what did you do to prepare for this season? Um, well, literally, like Brandon said, you know, I had just built the house um, and moved in in December. So I was able to maximize the weight room that I built. And um, I worked out, I've been working out with uh, Eugene Monroe, who's a retired veteran office a tackle that played at UVA so we've had some ties together and just been able to just you know just grind through it so like uh for me really quarantine really hadn't hit really on the work outside because I was already prepared with all the stuff that I had put into the house so Morgan John Kime ESPN good to see you thanks for doing this yep. you brought up the quarantine and you just said you, there wasn't was there were there moments for you where it's like that it would that you you look back and say this was the crazy part of the quarantine for me or something that you went through because of quarantine that, that just stood out to you? Do you have any any anything like that? Um, you know, I had some I had I had some family, some family things happen that uh uh you know, my father passed away in uh in April, so that was a was a big hit to me. Um it kind of sat me down for a little bit, but then um obviously I, you know you know, thought about some of the things that he would want me to do. And I just put my head down and just, and just grinded it out. So, um, um, I went into it, man, got as healthy as possible. I'm hundred percent right now. And I, I just feel good. I feel good going into year seven. So. I, I apologize. And I'm sorry to hear that about your dad. Was that related to the virus or was that something separate? No, just a long battle of diabetes. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry to hear that. And then um, I wanted to follow up on one other thing on the medical staff with, you know, Trent Williams situation last year, you would offer your support of Trent and certainly, you know, yeah. seem to support a desire for change there. Have you seen that change that you had hoped for? And what is it? What has it been like so far? Um, just talking to, uh, you know, Ryan, our head athletic trainer, and just, uh, you know, talking to Chad, our strength coach, and some of the things that they were changing throughout the offseason while, while us players were gone, um, it was already kind of a jump ahead, you know, um, you know, just getting your body ready for the season and just communicating with Ryan and just talking to him about some of the things that they're bringing to the table and um, some of the mandatory things that they're going to do. 
um, where everything goes through him. Like he's the head boss, man. So like there's nobody else that, that can answer your questions but him. And so he's very hands on about the situation. And, and that's what we need. So, um, you know, obviously, you know, what happened with Trent happened. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see him back in the football and doing the things that he loves to do. Um, but the things that the things that are changing here, the culture and just overall the people that we brought into this building, um, I think it's, it's going to be a, a good one. Thanks, Morgan. Hey, Morgan, I hope you're doing well. It's nice to see you as usual. Yep, you brought yep. up Trent, and I'm just curious. Obviously, you guys are friends, and you're very close to each other. When you found out that he was traded to San Francisco, just what was your immediate reaction? We haven't had a chance to talk to anybody about it, but what was your reaction being friends with him, seeing him move over there? I mean, obviously, you go from um, – now it's, it's surprising because, like, now I'm, like, the oldest person on the line right now. So it's <laughs> it's kind of like night and day. But, um, you know, it's football. You know, this job – um, this job is very, it's very difficult. Um, you know, you see people walk out that front door every day and obviously you don't want to lose players like him, but you know, it goes on like, you know, for him, I know he's excited about being with the 49ers and, and ready to play some, get back to playing football, something that he loves to do. And, um, and for us, it's just, you know, figuring out who's the next guy up and, um, getting that, getting that person in and, and feeling comfortable. So when we hit day one against the Eagles, you know, they're ready to go. So, um, you know, it's a business approach. Our relationship will never change outside of football, and um, you just keep on moving on. I imagine you can't wait to see him when you guys play the 49ers then. I imagine that'll be kind of fun for you. Of course, of course. It's, it's, <laughs> you know, it has to be a reunion. But, of course. And the last thing I wanted to ask you is just, what were some of the things that coming out of last season you felt like you needed to work on? You said that you put your head down and grinded this off season. What are the things that you felt like you needed to work on? And then in the conversations with John Masco, what are some of the things that he impressed upon you that he thinks you need to work on? Oh, well, I'll start with the John Masco question first. It's just, you know, the one thing that he said is like, hey, man, you got, some of you guys have been here with Callahan have been coached well. So there's some things that, you know, I'm not expecting you guys to change because you guys have been coached well by a, a great offensive line coach. And so as a veteran guy, you want to hear that because, you know, you don't want to be able to have to change everything, uh, especially when you're going into year seven. But um, and also that's just, you know, the respect that your coach has for you and the respect that you have for your coach as well. So. Um, that's always a good thing to hear. And then also just um, for me, man, just, you know, just reevaluating the season. Obviously, it didn't, you know, it didn't end how we wanted to. And, um, you know, I think uh, I think when we start started off in the offseason, I was about three, three thirty, three thirty five. And I'm three seventeen mm -hmm. right now. So um, I'm in some pretty good shape. Thank you, Morgan. And congrats as well. And I'm sorry about your father as well, too. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Hey, Morgan, I'm with Cecily Nares, NBC Washington. Uh, you were talking about being a vet and the oldest, the oldest guy on the line. What is that like? Uh, and have you been mentoring some of these rookies and some of these second-year players? Uh, definitely. You know, the first thing, you know, once we got guys, got the guys drafted and stuff, you know, I was able to, you know, get reach out and, and text some of the guys and say, hey, man, like, look, I'm here. If you guys want to get in and come, you know, come to the come to the house, to the gym and work out and stuff like that, you know, we can get it in and stuff like that. But just, uh, you know, obviously this is our first week for the, the veteran guys being in here. So we're playing a little bit of catch up. You know, the rookies have been here for a week already. Um, but, you know, just getting those guys around the older guys like Brandon and I, you know, Chase, who's been here um, and just and, and just teaching them how how to work. You know, you come from college and, you know, it's all you know, you got you got college ball serious and you got play you got play time. So now it's like it's business. So like being able to leave from work and study and then going home and study on your own. Um, is a big learning curve. You know, a lot a lot of times you spend so much time in college in those offensive meetings room. We're here, especially with the, you know, the virus outbreak and things that are going on, we're not allowed that much time in the building. So 
um, just allowing those guys to understand that you need to study outside of the building. So when we come here the next day, that we don't have mental errors on the offense and, and defensive side as well. Your husband and half kids, uh, what's that been like with the with the virus? How have you uh, worked through all this? Uh, it was definitely a, a crazy schedule. Like um, um, in the morning time, we had school. I had I, I taught my my youngest, my youngest, my youngest son. And uh, so that was good, man. Just being able to be around them, you know, you know, obviously, you know, for our job is a year is year round and people don't realize that, you know, after the season, you know, you might have a couple of weeks where you take off, but you got to get back to grind and then get in shape, getting ready for OTAs and things like that. So just being able to enjoy uh, my kids and enjoy the new house um, has been has been a great deal for me. Hey, Morgan, it's JP Finley from NBC Sports Washington. I'm, I'm really sorry to hear about your pop. Um, I wanted to ask you, though, you have been here a long time and you've seen some pretty good offenses, um, mm -hmm. especially, you know, with, with Kirk when when that when Jay had things cooking there. And yep. last year, the offense was pretty sluggish. What do you think of this group this fall? There, there's question marks and then there's some proven stuff there. It's a lot up in the air. I mean, obviously not having OTAs and not being able to be in the building is going to uh, affect a lot of things. But I think just being here for the first week and just seeing how the guys have gravitated uh, to the offense and, and picking up things and people asking questions. And um, instead of just breaking the huddle and just say, I don't know what's going on, you know, being able to ask that question like, Coach, can you break that down for me real quick before we run this play? And just spending extra time, you know, um, with the guys, you know, Dwayne getting all the receivers together and, and being able to throw throughout the offseason and stuff like that. It's been it's been a big change Just seeing his change, um, knowing that he's going to be, you know, the number one QB, um, seeing his change and his development over the years. Probably, it's probably been the most impressive thing I've seen from a rookie guy that, um, you know, pretty much everybody kind of you know, written off. So just being able to see his development over the off season has been great for a veteran guy to see the, the work that he's putting in. So I'm excited to see um, what this next chapter will bring for us as a team and just uh, take it on. You feel like Dwayne has put the work in to, to cement that QB one role? I, I definitely think, you know, he put the work in, but obviously, you know, um, all the workouts and stuff is just workouts. You know, when, when you get that defense in front, in front of you and, you know, you get bullets flying and stuff like that, you really got to – that's where you want to make your decision. And so, um, you know, you've seen that he changed his body. You know, he's changed it the way he's eating, his way – the way he approaches things, he's changed. But obviously, you know, until we get into team periods and face the defense, you really can't tell if he's going to be that guy or not. And so he still has a lot to prove, like, like all of us. You know, I'm a veteran guy and I have a lot to prove – for a new coaching staff as well. So it just takes everybody to be on the same page and um, to get out here and just and put, put it together. And this is my last one. Sorry. Um, as a guy that grew up in Virginia, the Redskins had been a part of your life probably for 30 years or, or 25 years. How weird is it to just be wearing Washington gear now? Um, you know, it's a little different, but change is, uh, change is always good. So, um, you know, uh, you know, for us, we, we're excited to play this season. We're excited to, you know, if we, if we do get fans, you know, we're excited to have them, you know, you know, obviously, you know, it's still up in the air with all the virus stuff, but um, just excited to play, man. Excited, excited to play football, man, to, to, to suit up one more time and um, go out there and give it your all. So. Thanks, Bo. Um, I want to go back to the, uh, the weight room for a minute, if you don't mind. I, are we talking like MTV cribs here? Like how, how lavish is this? Um, Pretty much I have 
about 20 yards of turf in the house. Um, I have a sauna, steam room, hot tub, cold tub, pretty much everything. <laughs> you could run the whole bubble out of your house then if we need to. Oh, no, come on. Everybody, come on. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to go back to uh, you know you being the, the older guy on the offensive line. What, what does that mean for you? How do you embrace that responsibility of you know un- understanding that you're the guy they look up to and, and look to for advice? Well, first of all, it's a blessing to be able to play this long in the NFL, you know, going into year seven um, and just just be here, you know. Um, but it's uh, it's it, it feels good, man. Obviously, it's a new role. You know, obviously, you know, for years we've been looking up, you know, to Trent, who's been our leader on the offensive line. And, um, you know, you still have Brandon there, who's a I mean, an awesome, awesome football player. So um, just being a us, you know. And the good thing about it is that me and Brandon pretty much became rookies together. You know, his first his rookie year was his first year starting. My second year was my first year starting. So we kind of grew up together on this offensive line. So um, we have a chance to make this offensive line what we want to make it. And um, I think we have a lot of talented guys. Um, I think we have a lot of, you know, a lot of things that we need to get done before we can say, hey, who's the starting lineup and things like that. But I think the guys that we have have the capability to capability to showing up on week one and, and getting it done. Appreciate it. Hey, Morgan, Pete Haley with NBC Sports Washington. Aside from Dwayne being the quarterback, a really important position, what do you see in him that makes you want to mentor him so much? Because he's always mentioning you as someone who's texting him or calling him, and he just, your name just always seemed to come up when Dwayne's kind of talking about guys who look out for him in the league. So why do you do that for him? Because, um, you know, I know how I know how it is to be a rookie, and I know how – you know, I didn't play much my rookie year and then, you know, you get thrown in a fire and then um, so I, I've been through that stage and I know how um, stressful it can be and I know how hard it can be. So, um, you know, you always need somebody like that. Like for, for me, my rookie year, you know, I had Trent and I also had Jason Hatcher, who was here, who we had just signed from the Cowboys and his locker was right beside me. He a lot of the things of like taking care of your body and just being a, available and uh, being accountable for your team to be able to count, uh, be accountable for your team to have you out there on Sundays is a lot of the things I've learned from those guys. And so um, it's my job to make sure the next the next guy up is ready to play. And, um, you know, I told Haskins, you know, last year I said, look, man, you don't know how this thing is going to fold. The year before we played four quarterbacks. So, <laughs> you know, you might get in there, you know, they might say, hey, this is a redshirt year for you, but you might be in there week eight or week, week nine. And then, you know, you go in there and then it's all – said and done so um just preparing them for that and uh i think he's done a great job of just taking in the information and processing and um i think he's he's what you saw in the off season you know especially during you know all the virus stuff to be able to bring these guys in and and throw with them and bring his coaches in and and have uh his body look the way it looks man i think he did a great job of just turning himself around this off season thank you Hey, Morgan, Les Carpenter to Washington Post. Good to see you, and uh, sorry to hear about your dad. Um, I was curious a little bit. You know, I, I don't know if your locker is still next to Dwayne in this iteration of the, lo- of the locker room, but you know, what have you seen? You've talked about kind of stuff with his body, but what have you seen kind of in his ability to kind of, kind of take that job and take that team and make this locker room his own? Is he Has he kind of grown in that as well? I think uh, just his, his body presence, is, you know, you, you talk about a QB, you want his body presence to be, um, you know, you want him to stand tall, his shoulders tall, you want him to, to feel confident. And I feel that from Dwayne, you know, um, when we break the huddle, like even when it comes to play calling, like he's not 
getting a call and mumbling it. Like you can hear every word he says in the huddle and we break the huddle, we get up to the ball and then we're just in the week one. So um, I feel like those are the things that, you know, he might've struggled with the year before that he has cleaned up and just being confident. Like, you know, I, we understood, you know, it's a rookie coming into a huddle with grown men. Like, you know, you, you don't really understand it. But, you know, I told him, I said, look, man, when you get in that huddle, you know, if you go in there whispering to us, you know, we're not really going – it's a respect thing. So if you get in there and say, hey, man, this is the play on two, you know, you say it with confidence, like those guys are going to pay and they're going to be locked in. And I think he's he's developed that that mental aspect of his game. You know, I was wondering, too, as a local guy, you know, living – you know, commuting back and forth and not not having to live in the, in the hotel during training camp. I mean, how hard is it – to maintain that sort of soft bubble and not not violate it by going out a lot is that is that a pressure on you guys? I mean, do you all have to police yourselves. How does that work? Um, and you definitely got to police yourself. I mean, obviously, you know, you got a lot of younger guys, and and obviously, those are the guys that you're going to worry about the most. And um, but you got a lot of veteran guys, you know, bringing Thomas Davis in here, and then you know, you got some some veteran guys on the offensive line like me and Brandon and Jonathan Allen and Matt Ioannidis. Those guys are guys that are, that play by the rules, and so. When you have veteran guys that in Landon as well. So when you got veteran guys that's been around the league and they know how important this is, you know, like Coach told us, you know, the team that take care takes care of itself the best is going to be the team that has the chance to win. And so um, with that saying, you know, we believe in everything that we're doing here safety-wise, and it's up to us players once we leave this building to do the right thing as well. Hey, Morgan, Sam, uh, Fortier with the Washington Post. I wanted to ask a kind of a specific question about the offensive line. One of your coaches was saying that this offensive scheme might be a little different in the fact that the protections are, are not numbers, they're words. I guess what has that kind of adjustment been like for you and, and you know, how easy is that to pick up or, or difficult? Um, well, for me, I've played, I've played through a number of office coordinators here. Um, so I've played through many schemes and things like that. So it's uh, it's not been that it's not been that hard. And John Masco, our online coach, has been a great you know great coach uh, to us so far, and just explaining what we need to need to get done. And then our assistant online coach, Coach Travell, um, he kind of tells us about you know the year where they had the lockout when he played, and it was similar to this because I think he he told us. Uh, when they had the lockout, that was the time that they got their whole new coaching staff to the Panthers. So it was right. kind of similar to how everything is happening now. So um, the thing is, is that we're all on one accord. So, you know, it's nobody learning more than this person. Like we're learning at the same pace and it's just about executing. And even even if you don't get the whole playbook in, it's just going into week one, knowing what you are, you're doing well, you're doing great and executing those plays on Sunday. And and you mentioned that you really liked what you saw from from Chad and Ryan and kind of changing things here. I guess do any examples stick out to you as things that you saw that you were like, okay, I'm I'm happy this is happening. I'm just paying attention to the details, man. Just taking care of the guys and you know listening to them. Like, hey, if you got this going on, just be, communicate to them about it, and then um you know let them take care of it instead of just going out there and pushing through it and 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 further damaging and things like that. So um just the staff just being able to, you know, talk to Ryan, who's our head athletic trainer, and then him, Ryan, talk to Chad and say, hey, he can't do this because he has this going on. Just the communication base. And that's really all it is, is just communicating to one another and being honest about what you, which was going on and just going, going forward. Thank you. Hey, Morgan, I wanted to ask about um, Jerron Christian, you know, sure. obviously with the left tackle being kind of an open spot. He's been around a couple of years now. Just what do you see from him that, 
would either make a great starting left tackle or just how is he kind of going about this competition? Um, well, I think the, the thing about him, he's been here with Trent. So he was, he's learned from Trent and he's trained down in Houston with Trent. Um, but his work ethic, you can see that, you know, he's put some work in over the off season. Um, and now the time for him to play has presented itself. So, um, you know, as for him, we always say, you know, he's the next man up. So it's for him to take control of this position and run with it. Um, and then other, you know, you have the, you have the younger guys that's coming in too. You know, Sadiq, Sadiq Charles is, is a great a- athletic specimen. The kid's calf muscles are like <laughs> humongous. Brandon was talking about him the other day. But um, just, uh, you know, it's his time. So it's his time to shine. And and hopefully, you know, once we get, get, get going against the defense, you know, he's a- able to show what he has. <clears throat> And just uh, quickly, you mentioned you were at 317. Uh, mm-hmm. Just why did you kind of want to play at a lighter weight or, or be at that lighter weight? Um, Just, you know, just durability, you know, just being able to uh, get not knowing what the offense was really going to look like. And so being prepared for, for for every aspect that this offense will bring, um, you know, I, I just know from pers- I just know from watching the Panthers in previous years, you know, they're a team that's been in a shotgun a lot of times. So just being prepared for that and just, you know, as you get older, man, you just got to change some things and you learn and you change some things and just being able to get in tip top shape, especially not having off season and not knowing what this, you know, training camp and all those, those things are going to look like just being prepared. Thank you. Uh, Chris from S.com. Uh, oh, Chris, sorry. Okay. Our ad, uh, sorry. Uh, hey, Morgan, it's uh, Chris Russell from 1067, a fan on SI.com. Sorry for your dad. Um, question, uh, in terms of, well, I guess two parts. One, Brandon was telling us the other day that not having the OTAs really helped his body and recover. Uh, how do you feel about that, number one? And then number two, can you talk a little bit more about the bond and the relationship that you two have, Brandon and you? You mentioned you've been pretty much side by side yeah. now. Uh, again, being kind of the leaders of this unit, how on and off the field you guys have developed that friendship and that that trust with it, each other? Um, definitely. So I, I I think definitely just having the extra time to prepare and, and uh, um, not beating your body up obviously helped. Um, I know it's helped a lot of players just get back to 100% healthy instead of like coming in and OTAs and being 80% and still having to showcase what you have and just being able to have that time to just you know, get fully 100% has been has been a wonderful thing. Um, but then also just me and Brandon, man, like, it's just continue just being great on that side. You know, Brandon's proven himself year in, year out. He's a great player. He's a great person, a great father off the field, um, and a great friend. So just continue just, uh, you know, that relationship on and off the field. And, um, you know, hopefully it's a trickling effect in our room. So, uh, you know, that left side, you know, obviously that whole left side is going to be a new side. Um, so, that that relationship over there is as strong as the, the relationship that we have on this side. That way we can come as one unit and just play play together. And that's the key is just, you know, just uh, when you know somebody's like, I know when Brandon's hurt, you know, I know Brandon's going to come back in the game because he's like, man, I can't leave Morgan, Morgan alone by, out, out here by himself. And I know when Brandon knows when I go down, he knows, Hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm coming back, bro. Like, cause I'm not going to leave you, leave you hanging. So just that relationship that we've built over the years is, you know, basically starting this in this league together. Um, it's been, uh, it's been a great thing. So just continuing it. I think this is year six and year seven for us. So um, continue just moving forward. Mark Davis, last one. 
Hey, Morgan, Mark Davis from Channel 12 in Richmond. Thanks a lot for doing this and sorry to hear about your dad as well. Um, sure. Richmond for the past seven years has kind of been a chance for you during training camp to get down here and see family and friends and everything like that. I was wondering if you could speak on the disappointment of uh, not having that this year and how nice it's been for the routine the last seven years to be able to do that. Uh, it's been great because obviously, you know, I get down there. I always tell people, you know, training camp doesn't really affect me because I got my mom at, I got my mom there so I can go over there and wash my clothes. I can go over there and get a home cooked meal and things like that. Um, but obviously, you know, um, you gotta, you gotta figure this out. You know, this, this, this virus is no joke. And, you know, us going and staying in hotels is probably not the safest thing. So um, just having it here, it's just been, it's, it's been fine. You know, it's been great. You know, I'm able to go back home and spend time with my kids and stuff like that at, in, uh, um, you know, hopefully we can get back to Richmond, man. I love coming home. So uh, it's a part of it's a part of my training camp ritual. So just coming home to Richmond. So hopefully, you know, we can get back to that moving forward. Thanks, Mo. Appreciate it.